Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Play to the near side on a curling ball. Nicely done for Yosviak. He's onside. Yosviak with a cross into the area. One touch falling. He scores! Carol Sanarski from Kamil Yosviak. Russell Rowe sending it into the area. It's with Morris. Morris a shot. They score. They're going to send the VAR. He could get a beer from everybody in Charlotte. No goal. Knocked away by Mackenzie Gaines. Sent in by Farsi. Head in on. And a save made by Marks. On a head in from Zellerayan. Marks going to ground to make the save. Herrera sending it forward to Jason Russell Rowe. Rowe has it knocked away. And that is it. The crowd belongs to Charlotte. Charlotte FC with its first home victory of 2023. As they defeat the Columbus Crew 1-0. Jessica, I love this club. <laughs> the voice of Willie P. Charlotte FC's voice calling the victory the first one this year at Bank of America Stadium. FC getting it done one to nothing. And of course, Willie did a great job on the call. You got to be still excited, at least after it's not been a great season so far, right? We wanted some more expectations. And to get that, the crowd was bumping. I was in Uptown this weekend. A lot of people had their jerseys on. It was really cool to see everybody had the Glory Days t shirt. A lot of them, a bunch of different stuff going on Uptown supporting FC. And then I was also out for the festivities after the victory. And so that was a lot of fun. I imagine you had some fun as well. I love what happens to this city after a Charlotte FC yeah. win. Like walking around uptown, going by Lada Arcade, uh, going up and down the streets. You know, the bars are packed. You know, Clutch is packed. The nation from the stadium and all these places that... Uh, have TVs, have bars, that kind of thing. Like that is what really makes our city so special, especially when we were able to celebrate a home win like we had on Saturday night over Columbus. I'm going to ask you something very simple. How did they get the win in your mind? What were a couple of the more important things they took care of in order to win one now? Took advantage of a little fortune that came their way. Uh, a lot of 50-50 balls during this first part of the season have not gone their way. A lot of the bounces have gone to the opposition's way. A lot of those things that had gone the other way had come Charlotte FC's way. And I think, you know, in a game like soccer, sometimes those things even themselves out going the other way. They had a couple of balls that sat right for them. They had an injury that occurred on the Columbus side that uh, really gave them a favorable matchup on that right side with Camille Yosviak going up against Yaw Yaboa, who was in for the injured Will Sands. Uh, they took advantage of that on the play that got them the goal. And I also think that they played incredible defense down the stretch. I know that there are a lot of people who don't like the way that Christian Latanzio tries to put the game to bed by bringing in defensive subs late in the contest and basically having to put in a shell and a bunker mentality. But they executed their game plan a lot better in that contest than they had the previous week. And I really didn't think that, even though it was a 1-0 scoreline, aside from that 
goal that was taken off the field, off the board for offside. I didn't really feel like Columbus threatened a lot, guys. I think that they only got three shots on target, which I think is indicative of how well Charlotte FC played defensively. They didn't make George Marks have to do too much, and I think it was a real complete game. First one I think we've seen from them all season. Yeah, because coming into this game, they were heavy underdogs. This was the second highest scoring uh, offense in MLS. So what did you think? How worried were you coming into this game? And what do you think happened as far as just did you think that Columbus just was a little bit off of their game, or how were they able to slow them down, though, specifically? I do think there might have been some complacency on Columbus's end. Uh, they put some players in the starting lineup, like uh, Sean Zawatsky, who uh, played for the uh, for the guy who we always thought that was going to be their defense, uh, their midfield stalwart, Darlington Nagby. Uh, there was a little interesting comment from Wilfred Nancy about, oh, Darlington knows why we aren't playing him or why we didn't start him. So a little drama on the opposition side that we took advantage of. But I think there might have been some complacency. But I also think uh, it's Charlotte FC these best players playing well. I think the one thing that we have been very critical of over the early report of the season is you haven't gotten enough out of your designated players. You haven't gotten enough out of Camille Josviak. You haven't gotten enough about uh, Carol Sudersky and Enzo Capetti. Well, I think you've gotten in the last couple of contests and in this little stretch of six games, you've gotten the most out of those guys. Josviak with a goal or an assist in basically five of the last six goals for Charlotte FC. You've had a great play from Carol Sudersky with the one-touch volley to score the goal. Capetti is the one who created that. You also throw in Karen Vargas as well, who has really come on strong. Charlotte FC's top four are playing very, very well when it comes to the way that this season has gone over the last couple of weeks, and I think it's only going to get better over the next couple as well. And they said that Swiderski, since he's come back from the international break, has been a more confident player. Do you see that in him? Does he seem like a different guy? Well, he scored in Poland, and I think that was a great thing for him to get on his ledger. He hadn't scored for them in a very, very long time. It was the ninth international goal he's ever scored, and I think Ever since we've seen him come back, like you said, he has looked that much better. I think he's playing what is more naturally his position now. Remember, there was a stretch earlier in the year when they were asking him to play winger, and that really didn't settle his skill set very well. The fact that he's playing more of a central attacking midfielder, almost kind of like a support striker for Enzo Capetti, it makes defenders have to make a choice. Now, early on in this season... Defenders have been choosing Enzo Capetti. They've been saying, okay, we do not want to let Enzo Capetti beat us. Well, when that happens, that opens up Carol Svidersky for chances across the middle. And so that's going to kind of be an ebb and flow thing, I think, for defenses all across this season is that you're going to have Charlotte FC when all four of their top players offensively are playing on their game. It causes defenders to have to make a choice, which means one of those guys is more than likely going to be open and take a shot. Mm. Willie P is inside the Planet Kia Studio, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ, broadcasting live from the Planet Kia Studios, the best place on the planet to buy a car. I want to get to a couple of questions with FC real quickly because there's actually a lot I'd like to get with you here in the studio. So one, the club competing in the U.S. Open Cup tonight. What mm -hmm. type of lineup do you expect to see? Also, maybe even including the moves they made yesterday, trading Andre Shinyashiki and Adam Armour away from the club. Ooh. Well, Shinyashiki and Armour, I don't think that was necessarily going to affect what they use because those those guys have both been out of the lineup for Charlotte FC. And I know we'll get to the, the reason behind those moves in just a moment. But when I asked Christian Latanto about this yesterday, he says 
there's probably is going to be some natural rotation. You know, some of those guys who put in higher level minutes against Columbus last weekend probably aren't going to be featured, but he's not going to rotate it too much because I think he really loves and respects club football and our cup football, I should say. And as a result, they want to put forth the best 11 that they possibly can. I think it's going to be basically like it would be uh, an 11 B 11 side on a midweek uh, during MLS play. So I do think you're probably going to see a lot of the regular starters. You might see some Ben Bender, Chris Hagard in there in terms of the midfield because I don't think you want to burn uh, Bronico or Jones in this contest. And I think you might also see Christian Kalina at goal. I asked him point blank, is this a game where you start Kalina because you started Marks on Saturday and you started Pablo Cisniega against Crown Legacy on Sunday? I think it's natural to assume that maybe Kalina gets the nod on Tuesday night here. And I think that's probably what's going to end up happening, although he did not confirm it expressly. All right, so you talked about those moves. What do you make of those moves that they made yesterday, and how does that impact uh, impact the depth? Well, from Charlotte FC's perspective, Shinishiki had been out of the squad for the last couple of contests, and there was a question put forth toward Christian Latanzio. He was very, I think, guarded about the reasons behind his lack of inclusion in the 18 and 20. I know that Jorge Gonzalez this morning spoke about an off-the-pitch issue. I haven't been told that directly. And when it comes to these kind of moves and the reasons behind them, you know, I, I pretty much like to play the whole, you know, I won't ask and you won't tell. It leaves me a little plausible deniability there, which I'm happy about because uh, I'd just rather talk about the guys on the pitch. And I think if the move that's been reported by Tom Bogart goes through, uh, that brings Charlotte FC a player and Justin Merriam, who I've really, really liked over the course of his MLS career. He was in Atlanta in 2019. He's been around the league, and he's an MLS veteran. I think you don't have a lot of that on Charlotte FC's side, which I think is honestly a pretty uh, interesting and inclusive side. They've needed some wing depth. They've not had a lot of wingers uh, who are natural uh, from the outside spot uh, for Charlotte FC to play in on that role. So I do think he comes in place in a reserve role for Charlotte FC. The Adam Armour report potential moving on that was reported i think by carol walton as well as jorge gonzalez uh the injuries for him have been something that had been hard to kind of overcome he's had setback after setback uh, i'm not sure the inside behind why they want to potentially part ways from him but the guy who scored charlotte fc's first ever goal has struggled to stay on the field since tearing his acl in open cup play last year willie real quick do you think that this win sparks up something and they get on a little bit of a streak or is this just kind of a one-off i think it can spur some because i think dc is a winnable game even though it is on the road i think it's a revenge opportunity for charlotte fc it was their first ever game last year that they played in dc and they didn't show their best face in that contest if they would tell you themselves honestly and i think they didn't have the opportunity to because they were still getting players in i think carol still had visa issues so they didn't even play him they had to play tt ortiz as a false nine in that game so it's a situation where it's a team that you feel like you can beat i think week after this is uh, nycfc which is a game at home and i think getting a little bit of that home momentum is very very good as well and then you have a revenge opportunity at atlanta i think we'll know a lot more about charlotte fc's next little bit uh if you get to buy by mother's day i think it could be a springboard and we always know the way this league is situated there's a lot of parity any team can beat any other team on any given day NASCAR Brad wrote in, saw Willie P on the news, now in the studio. Give this guy a raise. We appreciate it. Thank we you, appreciate NASCAR you joining Brad. us in the Planet Kia Studios. I do have to get, just real quickly, everything is real quickly. Your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. Are you excited as a Jets fan? You, you know, I thought we already did this. The trade for the Packer quarterback, uh, the aging Packer quarterback. Did, right? I, I, I thought I thought, I thought, we already did this. I thought I already lived this. Time is a flat circle. Uh, I have no expectations because, again, it's the Jets. And if there's any team that could mess up something of this magnitude, it is them. So I'm, I'm, I'm not 
I'm not reserving Super Bowl tickets. I'm mm-hmm. not going out and making any type of proclamations. I'm not making any grandiose opportunities. I'm I'm here for uh, I'm here for the Bryce show. That's I what I'm here for. That. Voice of Charlotte FC, pessimistic Jets fan, <laughs> Billy P, joining us and doing a great job as always. By, by, by the way, do we are we believe in this guy who's on Reddit talking about Levis and no. uh, Okay, good. We don't. I, I, I we gave it the light of day. People were mad that we gave it the light of day. I didn't do a great job Until of bringing it, happens. it in. Well, yeah, there on. you go. This is that's that's why we love you, Wes. I would I would I would not like it. Yeah. It would not it would not no. be preferred for me. No, I wouldn't like it either. Plus, we have some great Bryce puns that we wouldn't be able to use, like Bryce up, son, mm-hmm. Bryce up. I mean, we can't do the that. Will to win. Will no, see, you're will about I am low hanging fruit. Well, you, you know, <laughs> will you love me? There is only room for one <laughs> overhyped will in this city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got him. We got him. That's okay. No, I think you're underhyped, man. All right, we got to get out of here. Willie, we appreciate it. I saw I saw Josh Marlowe's eyeballs just go wide because he's going to save that pill now. <laughs> appreciate 100%. you guys. 100%.